Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, the Toronto Raptors made a signing for of Canadian-born, Mississauga-born O'Shea Brizid. He uh, he was brought into this team. He's on one of those Exhibit 10 contracts, and he's going to have an opportunity to make this Toronto Raptors roster, and if not, maybe have a shot at playing for the 905, the G League, or making his name, but he has a pretty interesting story, obviously being Canadian, he's pretty intriguing to a lot of Raptors fans. What, what are your just initial thoughts on the signing, and does he have a shot at making the Toronto Raptors team? Well, my initial thoughts of the signing, after doing a bit of research into him as a player, I don't think that there's going to be much of a chance for the self-proclaimed hashtag hometown hero. Mm-hmm. It is nice to have a Canadian boy on the roster, or on the Toronto Raptors, vying for a chance to be on the roster, because, let's face it, it's a bit bitter. There's a bit of animosity in the air after having such a prolific player leave in the manner that he did. It'd be nice to have a Canadian guy, somebody that just wants to play for Toronto, well, we do have for Boucher. Canada. We do have, we Boucher. do have Boucher, but the thing is, yeah, we have Boucher. We just—he's been on the roster for a while. There's no thing. There's no nothing extra. We, have him, <laughs> we just had him for a while, and I guess people are kind of excited when he goes out. He's pretty much. Guaranteed buckets when he goes out in the final minute or Big two of a game. He'll shoot a three every time and he'll make a shot. But the simple fact of the matter is, it's exciting to have him on the roster. But as we'll break down, you can tell talk about whatever you want his backstory. But eventually, we're going to have to get down to the stats. And the fact of the matter is, he just doesn't seem to be balling that hard out there. And you got to step up if you're trying to make a roster spot. Certainly. So he he's a pretty intriguing player. He gets some buckets in college. His uh, his second or his season. He had a very interesting college career. His minutes, his points kind of went down. His production kind of went down as, you know, the stats went forward. Uh, his In 2017-2018, averaged 15 points per game, uh, 9 rebounds, uh, had decent shooting percentage, shot about uh, 78% from the free throw line, 33% from 3. And then his second season, it, it went down to 13 points per game. His 3-point percentage dropped by 6% down to 27, shot 66% from the free throw line. That was That was kind of a... That's an interesting thing to look at, that he kind of regressed his second season. So uh, that's that's a bit of a red flag looking at him coming in. And during the Summer League, because this is a guy that a lot of people around Canadian basketball circles had a lot of intrigue for, because he's a guy that's projected to make the league. And during his Summer League, he played with the LA Clippers. He only averaged 6.6 points per game and you know, on 29% shooting, uh, four rebounds, not many assists, can't really pass. So the, the stats aren't very eye-popping. He's not a guy that you're going to see and you're going to be, you know, super enthralled. He's not getting big buckets against lesser competition, but, you know, he's only 21 years old. He has the physical tools. He's 6'8", you know, uh, about 210 pounds. He's, he's got some size and maybe, you know, these types of players that are very athletic and are a bit raw on the offensive end, but show some signs of, of promise. You know, he does have somewhat of a jump shot. These are the types of players Masai Ujiri loves to bring in and buy low on these types of guys and see if they can develop into into a player. I'm in full agreement with you. I don't necessarily think he'll be a guy that makes the roster this year, but if we could stash him in the G League, and from what you've seen of him, do you think he has a future with the team, or is he just some sort of Canadian hype cycle and you know you want to give the last roster spot to a canadian and, and well it's hard to call him a hype cycle ben again you have to do something yeah. to deserve a hype cycle he's a self-proclaimed hashtag hometown hero mm-hmm. but 
if you could make, and this is the, the classic thing, if you're playing 2K or if you're playing fantasy basketball and you want to create yourself an ideal basketball player right now as it stands, maybe there's a bit of debate here with Stephen Curry's success in the NBA, but for the most part, by and large, you're making yourself a big, strong, tall, athletic, small forward, 6'8", 6, 6'9", six, yeah. uh, a LeBron James type uh Kawhi Leonard type, a Paul George type. So he fits the mold, and that makes sense if Masai Ujiri sees perhaps some potential in him. He did have some good numbers in college, but again, it's not on efficient basketball, and maybe that's the yeah. thing that needs to be picked out, and especially with his dip in the second year of play, and maybe there's a bigger reason for that, and somebody might know it, and they'll point it out in the comment section. But yeah. His minutes did go down. His minutes went down, and again, there has to be a reason for that. Um, it is funny, he played... At the Athlete Institute in Orangeville his last year in high school, he came back up from the States and then went to uh, the Syracuse Orange. So he's that, the, the orange runs in his blood for some reason. Uh, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> point is, the efficiency is key, and especially when you're a jump shooter, right? Because you're not going to have, uh, as a guy that's scraping by to be on a team that has to prove himself... You're not going to get the opportunity to take five shots to warm up, seven shots to warm up, ten shots to warm up. Basically, you need to come out and be immediately efficient. Unless you're a big man, then you have to be a bruiser. You have to be a rebounder. Yeah. You need to make your layups, everything. Or maybe he's a slasher. I, I don't know where he's taking the majority of his shots from the field from. But the simple point is, if he's not going to be efficient, he's not going to make any roster. And he's not going to play in the G League. Nothing. Because he's not coming in with any expectations. Undrafted, he needs to prove himself. He needs to hit shots. Yeah, no, that's that's a hundred percent fair. You know, you mentioned the the Athlete Institute, all the orange. You know, that's school Jamal Murray, Thaw Maker played for. So he, you know, he he's a guy with had some expectations around Canadian basketball circles. But you know, you mentioned the efficiency is the area that he really needed to improve. The three point efficiency went down, but his second season, his uh, his overall field goal went up from thirty five percent to close to forty. So that's that's encouraging. Maybe he's figuring out his own game and. You know, that's going to get better as he goes forward. But, you know, it, you're always rooting for the Canadian guys to come in and make a, make a stamp on the league, make an impact. And you mentioned his frame, his physical size. I think players like that, if they can put in the effort and get with a good development staff, they're, the, they're usually the types of players that can pan out there, kind of a jack-of-all-trades, and can, can do basically everything on the court. They, they usually can find a role, find a niche for, for themselves, but the one area that's really impressive for him, that's kind of encouraging looking at Sachi, looking at the few highlights we've seen, he's a really exceptional rebounder for his size and for his position. Uh, in college, he averaged seven seven 7.5 rebounds his first season, or his second season, sorry, and uh, he averaged 8.8 .8 rebounds his first season of college, so obviously he had more minutes his first season, that's the big, probably the biggest reason why his numbers are a lot higher at that point, but if he can come out and be a scrapper, be a grinder, you know, be a guy that gets into people, gets some garbage points, people like that find their role in the league. You know, you can look at guys like P.J. Tucker, you know, those those types of scrappy players, and wings that can get rebounds are, you know, and can stay on the court and be relatively decent, not a negative on offense, they usually carve out a niche for themselves in the NBA. Yeah, absolutely. Now, it's it's a little bit easier to be that kind of player at the power forward position, I think, just because yeah. you want a little bit more of your offense to run through your two and three, especially. You want your one 
to be the facilitator, to be the setup guy. You want your two and three to be able to be a slasher if you want, a shooter if you want. And then the four or the five then, or the five, you know, they can be a down low person. Kind of we want stretch bigs now, but it's the four. That's what you're talking about, the, the P.J. Ducker types. Or Draymond Green is an exception because he's such an all-around guy. But you, even if he wasn't such a fantastic passer, just his grittiness on defense and his rebounding, I think he would still be a starter in the NBA, probably on the Golden State Warriors. So, um Again, you want a little bit more from your small forwards. You want them to also be able to shoot, but I agree, it's a good starting point. And what's Kawhi Leonard's mantra, but Boardman gets paid? You start somewhere, you find something you're good at, and then you get confidence from that and then allow that to bleed into the rest of your game. And, I mean, I guess he's a confident shooter. He got enough points to show that he's taken shots, so he just needs to work on it a bit. Yeah, just get that consistency, get all that going. There's certainly some holes in this game, but nothing that can't be developed. We're not gonna we're not gonna say he's guaranteed gonna make the roster in a couple years, and his development is surely gonna go as planned. But he's a guy that could be decent. Maybe we'll be looking at him in two, three seasons, and he could be a guy that makes the roster, makes the Toronto Raptors, and be be a surprise player in the NBA. But let us know what you guys think. We've seen in the comment section, a few of you guys are really high on this guy, so if we missed anything about his game, let us know in the comment section below. You know, check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Riker, do you have any last words on the, the hometown hero? The hashtag hometown hero, Ben. Nah, that sounds good to me. Hashtag hometown hero. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>